0: Welcome back to the Joke Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 118, and I will give you the floor to gloat about your Cowboys' 40-point win over the Falcons.
1: Yeah, I told you it wasn't going to be close. If you listened to the last podcast, I said uh, the Cowboys would be ready, uh, and they sure were, on offense and defense. I was going
0: to say, that might be an understatement. This was one of those, it was also one of the... It was. They scored thirty six in the first half. Yeah. So by the second half, it was just clock clock
1: control. That's right. Yep. Control
0: on the ball. Yep. Definitely not a fun one. By like halfway through the first
1: quarter, it was already over. Yeah, pretty much. I think it was twenty one three at that point.
0: Yeah, not a. I mean, it's not like I expected much from this team. Kind of sucks. Like that's a demoralizing win, especially when you have to turn around and play on a Thursday.
1: Yeah, you never know. Maybe it was a trap game, and they were looking ahead to the Patriots revenge for super bowl 49 i don't know whatever number it was
0: i think it was after 50 but still but i I, I already see people posting about it i don't need to see do don't need to see the edelman catch although the one thing that was really funny and i mean i just have to laugh at this point or else i'll cry um there's an eclipse tonight and the eclipse is gonna last three minutes and 28 seconds which is wow it's perfect it's too perfect yep they knew it was going to happen, and they scheduled this Thursday night game. So we'll, we'll talk about – we'll do guess the lines and talk about – we'll kind of talk about this week and last week at the same time. Uh, the NHL, McDavid got to 600 points. We got the MLB hot stove, Fred Van Vliet's big ball celebration, which now I just realized I have to make this podcast explicit, but he did the big ball celebration. And, yeah, so let's start in the NFL uh, Thursday night tonight as we're recording. Uh, New England going to Atlanta. I think this is the first time they've played since the Super Bowl.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, though. They don't play every other year or anything like that.
0: This this sucks. I, I'm i so not excited for this game, especially as someone in my class forgot I was a Falcons fan and he's a Patriots fan. He's like, okay. yeah, I'm really excited for this game this week. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not watching. He's like, I'm going to make sure you watch. I'm going to message you during the oh, game. Boy. I... I mean, no, I'm not going to watch. I just I'll check the score and if it's like close in the second half, then I'll watch, but like I just I don't want to watch myself get let down, especially after the week the Patriots had and now we're turning this into like rich eisen is saying Mac Jones is running the defense or the offense as good as Brady ever has. Right. It's it's a bit of hyperbole. I I don't think we should be shocked Mac Jones is this good, nope. but 5 years down the line, are we sure he's going to be better than any other quarterback in this class
1: yeah hard to say
0: like he was put in the best system and yeah we all knew he was the most pro ready quarterback
1: right he went for from one hall of fame coach to another really
0: yeah um for for this game i said the patriots would be favored by three and a half and i think that might have just been out of spite
1: um i'm gonna agree with you i think it's three and a half patriots
0: it is New England favored by six and a half.
1: Wow. So we almost got to the full
0: touchdown. I don't know. This Like, is it is this a Falcons team that just has nothing to lose? And this is kind of everything riding on the Patriots. And now we're, all right, they're a playoff team. Can they beat the Titans? Can they beat the Bills? Like, I feel like that's where the Patriots ascended because they beat one-armed Baker Mayfield.
1: And that's why I think this might be a trap game. I think the Falcons can pull this one out.
0: I saw someone else make that prediction, and I also saw someone else say it's going to be 28-3, to like the final score is going right. to be 28-3. to which will come back this time. I think that would make me, I think that wouldn't like solve that problem, but right. I feel like it would make me really happy, or I would just get to say, shove it Patriots fans, and they would go, yeah, but we won the Super Bowl, but I feel like that's a very, like, killing your demons.
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to predict that the Falcons win it, but it'll be, again, another close one and it'll be a heartbreak where they're up 28-3 but the patriots come back but they build the doigt the last catch and lose the game.
0: I'll oh, see it. I th- I think the only way the falcons win this game is a last
1: second field goal. No, nope. I'm going to say they're up big early and <laughs> and they come it's going to be deja vu all over again.
0: I could see that. I could see the falcons being up early and then Mac Jones starts moving the ball. Yeah. I hope, honestly, I guess the only thing I could say is I hope this is a high-scoring game at least because that'll just be more fun.
1: Chances are, because the Vulcans' defense isn't very good. Yeah, but th- I feel like the Patriots' defense is. Yeah, well, again, we'll see. We'll see. They they've won quite a few games against some. Um, I don't even want to call them mediocre teams, right? They've already beat the Jets twice.
0: Yeah. They killed. I think it was just it was more of a statement that they killed the Browns right they lost to the dolphins That yeah. was pretty funny that's like
1: they always seem to lose to the dolphins remember that fleet the uh not the flea flicker the, but like the, hail
0: mary where they were like tossing and it back. passing it yeah that's let's go through let's let's see maybe maybe the six and four patriots aren't who we thought they were so they lost the dolphins beat the jets lost to the saints lost to the bucks but that was that was like the monsoon almost yeah. game they beat the Texans by three because they had to come back. So there's
1: three. Oh, half their wins are against teams that any other team in the NFL would beat.
0: They've destroyed the Jets, which even yeah. you could say it's the Jets, but they beat them 54 to 13. That's I think that's enough for yeah. maybe not even impressive, but just you still did it. They're on a four-game win streak. So Jets, they beat the Chargers, which now I feel like we'd – do we, does the Chargers have really fallen off? I feel they like the have. Chargers and the Bengals have been the two teams that have kind of yeah fallen fallen away a and bit. The Rams, yeah, uh, they beat the Panthers and, the and then the
1: Browns. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I haven't been like I'm impressed with Mac Jones, but not impressed with who the Patriots are beating. They they should be winning the games they're winning. They should be winning. Like no one should be surprised that they're what are they five and four? Uh, six and four. Six and four. It, it doesn't surprise me. We're at the point of the year
0: where now I can just say this is the rest of their schedule because I like this this part of the season. So they're in Atlanta tonight, home for Tennessee at Buffalo Monday night, bye tough week, games. a week fourteen bye. That's yeah. that's pretty. I mean, maybe that's good. Maybe a late bye is better for unless they just have they have all those momentum that's gonna be right. shut down for a week, and then they're at Indianapolis, home for Buffalo, home for Jacksonville at Miami. So so they got.
1: Two easy games still. They'll win two more games for sure.
0: And that's how they end the season: is right. Jacksonville, Miami. Yeah, yeah, not not terrible. Uh, next up, we'll head into the one o'clock window Sunday. Houston at Tennessee. I said the Titans would be favored by thirteen and a half.
1: I'll say ten and a half. Uh, I
0: thought you were gonna say ten because it is ten. Uh-huh. So half a point off there. I mean. Again, this is where we'll, well, I'll throw in my garbage time. Maybe Jacks <laughs> or uh, Houston late can be in this game, no, but I don't think so. They're also, not very good. Also, Tennessee. There's now some rumors out there that Derrick Henry could be back in January. Oh wow! And this is a team. I feel like everyone's just saying, "Oh yeah, this is this is a Super Bowl contender." I still, I know they're playing well. Yeah. I just, if they don't have Derrick Henry, I just can't see it in a playoff game.
1: Right, but they're going to make the playoffs because they're going to win their division.
0: Yeah, I I think honestly one of the worst matchups, and we'll see it next week. I feel like the Patriots would give Tennessee some trouble, especially who who besides Bill Belichick loves being or likes being a underdog more. Right, Belichick goes into Tennessee. He's facing his old linebacker Mike Vrabel. Right, like it's everything that everyone's going to go. Oh yeah, this is. Tennessee's game to win remember the last time they played in the playoffs and Brady threw that pick six and it was his last game in New England but the Patriots wouldn't care about that now no definitely not uh, Yeah, poor poor Houston they're just there's so many teams now where it's just like I don't care who you're playing I don't want to watch them play right another one of those teams <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah
1: I. I wish I could watch them but they're not very good they're
0: hosting San Francisco, so oh boy. at least it's a fun team coming into town. The 49ers win that Monday night game against the Rams, and I still – like I looked at the score, I watched the game, went yep. back and watched the highlights, and yep. I still just – it's the, I don't know what part of me doesn't believe it, but I just am so confused. Like what <laughs> are either of those teams now? I will talk uh, – the Rams are not playing this week, so we could talk about them now. What? What is – is this – where both of these teams are going is San Francisco now in the upswing and they're going to make the playoffs. Is the Rams, like, I don't think they missed miss the playoffs. No,
1: but they're going to make the interesting in that division now.
0: Like, it it felt like it really opened it up, especially because I feel like everyone was having the, well, is there a point to starting Jimmy G? Why don't you just give Trey Lance some chance? But this is Jimmy G's team. And yeah, and he's playing well. And in the NFC right now, San Francisco is in that race. For sure. Because we have to somehow get... I guess it's two other wildcard teams besides the Rams. Right. Uh, I said San Francisco would be favored by 7.5 in Jacksonville.
1: I'll say 6.5. It
0: is exactly 6.5. I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. I hope he has a Peyton Manning arc to his career. But this Jacksonville team is just unwatchable. Like, even... They get this huge upset against the Bills, and it's 9-6.
1: Yeah, wasn't even entertaining.
0: Uh, Next up, Washington. The Washington football team at Carolina to face the Panthers. Apparently, Cam Newton getting first-team reps. Could be the starter this week. Oh, boy. I mean, he said it. He's back. Yeah. (coughs) This is my overreaction line because i I thought vegas would be more on the oh look cam's back in this team i said the panthers would be favored by five and a half at home
1: i'll say three and a half
0: and he hit it right on the head again i kind of like washington in this game i do too carolina to be as good as they looked and this was again arizona had to lose one of those two games yeah eventually without kyler and deandre hopkins exactly washington beat tampa bay yes and not and, and not by the skin of their teeth that was right. one of those the score was deceiving because washington yeah, they held the throughout. ball for like
1: the last four minutes exactly kind of like the uh the rams 49ers it was like uh it was done like the rams never had the ball no as soon as stafford threw that second
0: interception it was it was yeah. over Yep. Yeah. uh yeah as much as i love cam and i think it's a great story I don't trust him to run an offense. Right. You trust him to run plays inside the five because yep, he can of course. That's tuck it and specialty. run or throw one pass. Yeah. He can run two plays, sure. That's but right. Don't expect him to go on a fifteen play drive. No. Uh next up, the poor Detroit Lions, because oh. they just They had, at least they didn't lose
1: last week or the week before. <laughs> they had a bye and a tie. Uh, two tie straight, by
0: two straight win or uh, two straight lossless weeks.
1: Yeah, that was
0: just that was a tie waiting to happen. The whole game as soon as as soon as it was Mason Rudolph, it was okay. How it, in my head it was just how does Detroit how how do they lose right? But they don't. They don't, kick or don't miss, win Kick kick or missed a field goal in overtime that they yeah. definitely should have hit. Yeah, but I mean at least now we're not we're still not going to see an zero seventeen team. That's right. Yep. Yeah. They'll go 0-16-1. That's right. I know we said it the last couple weeks that this would be their game to win. I feel like I'm going to say they don't win this week, and this is for some reason the game they would win against Cleveland, in Cleveland. Right. Um, I said the Browns would be favored by 13 and a half I'll
1: say they're favored by
0: 11 and a half Wow. Did you look at the lines? No. Okay. <laughs> Gotten three in a row right on. I again i think cleveland wins this game but i think whether it was 13 and a lot 13 and a half or 11 and a half i think that's too much for cleveland i think we're giving cleveland too much credit
1: again it's surprising right because you would think most people look week to week like what did they do last week absolutely nothing right they got smoked so now we think they're but gonna win by double playing digits i so guess so
0: this is this is the kind of week i I mean I'm all in on the lines covering this spread. This could be one of those wonky weeks where I'm not gonna say they win, but I think they're they could be within a field goal at the end of this game. yeah, they probably still lose
1: maybe another monsoon or snowstorm <laughs> will keep this close
0: uh next up Indianapolis, the Colts visiting Buffalo. I said the bills would be favored by nine and a half um okay. This is, this is the problem with doing this later in the week, is I kind of forget who... Okay, so Buffalo blew out the Jets. Indianapolis barely beat the Jaguars. Yeah. He needed a block punt to beat the Jaguars. But they,
1: they were up, though. It was one of those backdoor garbage seven, covers.
0: Twenty three seventeen. Yeah. Was that even a... I want to see if that was a cover or not.
1: Probably. I Yes. I, yeah, well, I think they were favored by seven.
0: Oh, God, it was ten and a half.
1: Oh, there you go. I
0: probably still would have taken the Colts, though. Just... Again, it's the back it's the back door, yeah garbage time covers. Yep. so I said the bills would be favored by nine and a half. I'll say they're favored by seven wow this is this is unbelievable. I didn't seven get
1: right on really seven because oh, I usually say half yeah. seven and a half I, I don't why, think, why are they going with so many uh like right on the marks now?
0: I don't know, I don't like it because then yeah, it's going they be... want
1: pushes, I guess maybe they want to win more money. they want less money won by right other people yeah,
0: it's greedy. The this for the Bills like at, at this point what are they trying to prove? I guess it's more just can can they're they gonna, hold off New England?
1: Yeah, just to keep at arm's length away from New England.
0: And the Colts are like, I'm starting to slowly believe they could be a playoff team. Yeah,
1: for sure they're right there, five and five.
0: I guess it's more the teams ahead of them though. I'm trying to because the Steelers are probably yeah Steelers Patriots Bengals. Yeah,
1: so they, it's there.
0: I wonder maybe we'll get through the games and then actually no let's let's quickly we know the cross-off teams we know houston are one and eight jacksonville and the jets are two and seven yeah miami's three and seven yeah besides that i don't think you can cross anyone else off denver and cleave denver cleveland indianapolis are all five and five denver i would cross off they who do they play this week do they play this week they do not okay so they could realistically kind of be out of it if every well, not every other team. I guess if Cleveland and Indianapolis win, then they right. could at least be in more of a struggle, but also like the Vegas Vegas and the Chargers, oh, and the Bengals, they're 5 and 4. New England's 6 and 4. Are the Steelers going to make the playoffs now because they nope. have a tie? I think they won't make it cuz they got a tie. Hmm. I mean, I hope they don't. There's much even not even better team. Who would you rather see in the playoffs, Denver or Pittsburgh? Denver. <laughs> uh, I guess then I'll flip over to the NFC side. So we know, I mean, Detroit's o eight and one. The Bears are three and six. So are Seattle, the Giants, and Washington. Are, are those all cross off teams? I think so. You don't think? Let's see what Seattle has left. So they're hosting Arizona this week. Then they're at Washington. Home for San Francisco at Houston, at the Rams, at Chicago. Uh, home for Detroit at Arizona.
1: Yeah, they get. I can see three wins there.
0: So they probably lose to Arizona this week. Yeah, unless it's another no Kyler week. I think they could beat Washington.
1: I don't know. They Washington have Washington looks good now.
0: San Francisco at home. So you're saying? So I'm guessing your three wins there are Houston, Chicago, and Detroit.
1: Yep. You don't
0: think Week 18 Arizona? They're not going to care.
1: Maybe, but it might not matter. So yeah, give them seven wins. It's not going to be enough. Seven and ten.
0: I'm. Not, I can't cross them off yet. Okay. I can't. I can't lose faith in Russell Wilson. The Giants he's, are a cross he's off rusty. to me.
1: So rusty. If I don't know if you watched last week's it game. Was, it was the it was, game of rust. It
0: was rough. For like both even teams. like especially the first half. Like Rogers looked terrible. Yeah. And of course, poor Jim Dance and Tony Romo get a good game on paper. Yeah. And it's and a seventeen nothing Packers yeah, win. They
1: even said that. Rust. Um uh, I think
0: that's I think the Giants would be my last cross off team because like Washington I can't cross off. Eagles. I uh, see I like the Eagles. Uh, I, I think I think in this NFC they're a weird team that could make the playoffs. Uh Atlanta's four and five, San Francisco's four and five, Minnesota's four and five. Okay like Minnesota. Carolina's five and five. Cross them off, (laughs) even though they're in a playoff spot. Yep. New Orleans five and four. Cross them off, and then the Rams seven and three. They're in. Okay, so your so your three are the Rams, Vikings, and who's your third? Uh,
1: Wildcard team? Yeah,
0: San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know. I just uh, in my head, I just can't imagine Seattle not making the playoffs.
1: They're just again, they're three and six. Got a long way to go.
0: Uh, Two non-playoff teams, Miami visiting the Jets. This is probably lower than it should be, but I guess it's two teams at equal caliber.
1: I'll say Miami's favored by two and a half.
0: Nah, I said two and a half, two, and it's three. Mm. They got them to the field goal. I just I don't like doing on-the-nose spreads. like right. halves. Yeah. Just halves. Just Have give someone them. win. Yeah, no ties, which, of yep. course, we get a tie this week. Yep. Uh, New Orleans at Philadelphia I think this is We're in the territory of If you lose this game You're probably not making the playoffs For Philly I think this is their This is now Every game is a playoff game
1: Right let will say New Orleans is favored by one and a half
0: See that's where a lot of people would go But Philadelphia Favored by one and a half mm. Again I like the Eagles I just I think they're a fun team
1: to watch I don't like either team And I just think the Saints win this game and then that's
0: the end of the Eagles. Yeah, yeah was, and then
1: the Saints will lose the next three games or something <laughs> after that, and they'll be done. Oh, they're pretenders.
0: I will agree with uh, if Philly does lose this game, I think they're done. New Orleans has Ooh, this is this is an interesting. So they're at Philly, home for Buffalo, home for the Cowboys. Yes. There's two losses at the Jets. Okay, giving them another win at Tampa. Lose that one. Home for Miami. They might lose that one home for the
1: Panthers. Oh God. There's two, both those two. There's a, maybe a tie there. There's are you ready? A
0: tie. Are you ready for the third one to finish the gauntlet to end the year? They have at Atlanta. Oh boy. That could be the who cares game. No, we're not. Neither of us are making the playoffs. I mean, no, I can't talk to my talk myself into the Falcons being a playoff team. Uh, Baltimore at Chicago. The only reason why it's this low is just, I like watching both these quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more entertaining. I would have wrote off the Bears watching them ever, but I like Justin Fields.
0: I said the Ravens would be favored by five and a half in Chicago.
1: Uh I'm gonna say their favorite Baltimore is favored by four and a half.
0: And it is exactly four and a half. This is this is an unprecedented <laughs> week. Like You've gotten. It's not even. Are you winning? It's you've gotten one, two, three, four, five.
1: Right on, and one of them not a half. I picked it at seven. The bills.
0: Oh wait, I think I missed one. Then No. one. You got San Francisco, Jacksonville, exact. Washington, car. What's that? (laughs) Arizona, Carolina, exact. Detroit, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Buffalo, Baltimore, Chicago. So you're at five.
1: Wow, that should go work at Vegas.
0: You really should. You're you're right on this. The Ravens, to me, are in the same territory as the Bills have, like, we know what you can do in the regular season. Yeah. We know Lamar, at this point, is an MVP candidate. Sure. I, I feel like this MVP race, usually we don't talk about it that much, but it, it's fascinating because I don't know, like, right now, gun to my head, I don't know who the
1: MVP is. No, it's pretty wide open. Yeah. Just- it's almost like you'd have to pick the if you're gonna pick a quarterback, you better include the backup because he's most likely played as well. <laughs> the this, way the season's gone,
0: like I feel like we went through ebbs and flows of like, like can it really be Kyler now because he's missed the last few games?
1: Yeah, I would think so. An injury, you can't, you know.
0: Like Brady, like I feel like everyone kind of went on this Brady train, right. and they've had two back-to-back weeks of yeah, not, not looking great. Ball. Like Dak, Dak should be. Dak is in the conversation. Yeah. And then he missed the game. I I feel like it hurts his case that they beat Minnesota. Like it's good for the team, but it right. hurts your MVP case if right. your backup can, you can walk in. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like if if Baltimore loses Lamar, I. No, nah, I mean at this point it doesn't feel like they'd miss the playoffs. But if they lose Lamar, like that's.
1: There's a backup two. in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he might be the only quarterback that hasn't played yet this year. I know.
0: I don't think it's Trace McSorley anymore. I think no. it's Tyler Huntley. Okay, because I think he had to play against Buffalo in the playoff game because Lamar got hurt. Right. I five and a or four and a half. I feel weird. I feel like Baltimore should be favored by more.
1: They've been they've been a roller coaster team, right? They look good one week and then they fall apart the next, and that's why. What are they? What's the record? Five uh, and four. Uh, six and four. Six and three. Six and three. Six and three. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Again, them and Buffalo feel like the same team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Although, I guess I should give Buffalo a little more credit. I think that Buffalo shows up more. Right. Buffalo's had less teeter-totter.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had games that they they could have won. They could have a better record, for sure.
0: Like, it's Buffalo, it's two. It's the Jacksonville loss. And, yeah. Well, actually, all three of their losses you could justify, like... They Pittsburgh, could have won them. Pittsburgh might be a playoff team now, so that loss right. doesn't look as bad. Yeah, they lost to Tennessee when they shouldn't have gone for it. Right, and yeah, they then, could have won those three games, and then the Jacksonville game. Yep. Uh, next up, division matchup: Green Bay at Minnesota. I said the Packers would be favored by three and a half.
1: It's exactly what I was thinking. Three and a half.
0: It's actually Green Bay by one and a half. Wow. What's what's ever what's Vegas thinking
1: that we're not. Well, because Minnesota pretty good. They just beat the Rams. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. No, not the Rams. The, who did they beat? 27-20. Top team. Minnesota. Uh, the Chargers. Oh, yeah. They're like the same. Honestly,
0: Minnesota and the Chargers are probably the same team. Right,
1: just in their AFC, NFC. Yeah. Mirror image teams.
0: This feels like a weird. I guess because Green Bay didn't look that impressive, even
1: though they won. Right. But you figure Rodgers will get the rust off now and should be good to go. Especially against that Minnesota, be, I feel like that's yeah. always his kind always of team. See, yeah, he always wins his division games f- for whatever reason.
0: I wonder when's the last time Rodgers lost a division game. That's way too much research to do right now, but right. I feel like it could be like a year. Or like over a year. It's And it was probably to Minnesota too that they lost.
1: Yeah, well, you remember I g- I showed you the Steelers, good, bad, and the ugly. It was uh, gave you the Steelers stats in their division. They dominate that, so, so you know Green Bay. I'm sure is right there. I bet you they have a similar record where they're seventy four and twenty four or something <laughs> crazy in the division. That that's what gets me. It's like okay, you got an easy division, so you're now you got six games that you can almost chalk up as wins. Yeah, so like them getting to
0: ten isn't that difficult. Yeah,
1: exactly. I just looked up the
0: Falcons thing. The Eclipse is actually three hours and 28 minutes. I think I said three minutes and 28 seconds. So uh, uh, Okay. I wonder if that just goes on during the game. I hope the game isn't that long. <laughs> Not a good sign for the Falcons. Uh, next up, into the late window because... Oh, wait. Is there only... Oh, I need to look this up now. If there's only three late window games, I need to... We need to talk to the NFL about this.
1: Because there's some teams that play late and they don't have to. Like Green Bay, they're a four o'clock game most of the time. Yeah. Right? And they could play at one o'clock. It's not like they're in a diff- different time zone. Yeah.
0: I just, it's I weird. I wrote, I didn't, I didn't, I missed a game actually. Uh, quickly add it. It's also probably the best game of the week and I don't know how I missed it. Um,. Uh, Cincinnati at Las Vegas. That's not the game I missed, but yeah. so there's four late window games. Which, right. woohoo, We have so many. I said the Bengals would be favored by two and a half, and I think this is this is a, whoever loses this game is out of the playoff.
1: Right. Race. I'll say the Raiders are ra- are favored by a ha- uh, one and a half. It is the Bengals <laughs> by one. Hmm. I was going to say a pickem. It it might to as me, well that's be that's what it feels like. Yeah.
0: I'm not like I'm not taking whoever I'm taking in this game. I'm not going to go, you know, I'm going to take the Bengals or I'm going to take the Raiders plus 1.
1: Right. I I I think the Bengals win this one. The Raiders are kind of showing <laughs> their true colors now after getting hammered by Kansas City.
0: This should be a Bengal statement. If yeah. if you're a playoff team, this is your game you to win. You had a
1: week to prepare. Yeah. yeah. 2
0: weeks to prepare, sorry. Uh, next up Arizona at Seattle again I, I'll check to see if we have a Kyler update because if he I think I did this line if he's playing they
1: have a bye next week so it's really going to be interesting whether he <laughs> plays or not uh, you're really if you're thinking about it you can really knock Seattle out of the playoffs if you win this game if you're looking at it that way. Which, I know you usually just only look at your own team, but
0: I think in a division like the NFC West, I think they hold they would hold grudges like that. Yeah.
1: Uh, so that's why I think he would play. So I'll I'll say their favor by um four and a half.
0: I also said four and a half. It's two and a half.
1: 'Cause I think they're just worried. He's, yeah, they don't know. He it's said he unknown. said
0: Wednesday he's pretty close. Right. And yeah. Uh Cliff Kingsbury said hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought it said with a smile on his face. I mean, if it's Colt McCoy, that's, again, not the end of the world.
1: Nope. But he he's out too, though. He got hurt. He didn't play in the last game. That's why they lost. They had to go to a third string guy. Really? Yeah. How did I not he, notice that? I guess his, I just saw Cam. his ribs or whatever. I think it was ribs. Uh,
0: Pectoral. There you go. Pectoral injury. Wow. That's... It's a rough go. I mean, for my for my Seattle take it would be great. No Kyler, yeah. no Colt McCoy.
1: Now you Russ could, could be, be the hero.
0: Exactly. Um, I realize now I don't even have a line on this, but the marquee game and I would say the best game of the whole weekend, Dallas Kansas City.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's in Kansas City. I'm gonna say Kansas City's favored by two and a half.
0: Oh, and two and a half it is. I said three and a half, mm. and I literally guessed that t- like forty five seconds ago. Okay. Um. So this is, this to me is the ultimate letdown game because it's, look at these two dynamic offenses, and this is the game where I'd go, shootout. I'm calling it a shootout. I'm not calling this game a shootout. Because Dallas scored 43 points.
1: Yeah.
0: Kansas City scored 41 against the Raiders. Right. This was, I mean, it was good to see because now if we have Kansas City back in this race and like Kansas City at full power, that's cool, but... It's one week, and I'm not – I don't think we overreacted before. Like, it's been the majority of the season that the mm-hmm. Chiefs haven't been great. That game, they were great. Mahomes was great. five 500 yards, yep. 400 yards, and five touchdowns, something like that. No interceptions. I'm not ready to crown them again. And I think this Dallas defense might actually give them some trouble.
1: I agree. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win this, like, 2014 or something. <laughs>
0: I wonder if this is this is probably – I'm going to see what network this is on because this is definitely either the Buck – I was about to say right. Buck Shm- uh, Smoltz. Uh, the Buck Aikman or the right. Romo Nance. It's Fox, so it's definitely going to be
1: the – Right. That'll be the bit prime, prime time game of the 4 o'clock. I mean,
0: it it's lined up to be a great game, and I hope yep. it exceeds our expectations. But every time I get my hopes up for a game like this of, like, two what should be top teams, they yep. always let us down. We'll see. Sunday night, Pittsburgh at the LA Chargers. I don't know why we couldn't start flexing. When like, is there a week we can start flexing? And they, like, they used to do that. Fans should be able to vote because who right. doesn't want to see Dallas, Kansas City on a Sunday night?
1: They, it's funny you say that fans should vote. They do that on the RDS network, the French network. You get to vote, vote for the game. Yeah, the game you want to watch. Yeah. They
0: listen to the fans. We do they say it like during the game that you could vote for next yep. week? Yeah, and
1: they show you. Yeah, the one o'clock game's coming up. You pick. Pick. That's pretty cool. Uh, I said
0: the Chargers would be favored by three and a half coming off the loss against the Vikings. <sighs> and Pittsburgh coming off too. the
1: tie. I, I'm going to say the Chargers are <laughs> favored by two and a half.
0: Ooh, went the other way. I, for some reason, get this. It's Chargers mm. by six. Mm. I guess. No Ben? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Rusty Ben? Have, wait, is Rusty Ben better or worse than the Ben we've been seeing all year?
1: Oh, I was gonna say better than Mason Rudolph. I don't know.
0: This is a terrible Sunday night game. I feel bad. At least we're gonna get Al because it's like on the west coast. Char- I like
1: the Chargers. I don't like the Steelers, but I like the Chargers.
0: Like the steel. The reason this is a Sunday night game is because it's probably gonna be like eighty-five percent Steeler fans.
1: Right. Yeah, because they have a big following, right? And the Chargers are uh, again. It's a new. St- they want to show off that new stadium and make sure al michaels actually goes to games yeah exactly i
0: six i said three and a half and when i said three and a half i'm like this might be low thinking like oh yeah i'll take the charges minus three and a half i don't care who's playing for the Steelers. right six is a number that i'm still not that afraid of yeah i agree uh monday night do you remember the monday night game last year between these two i don't know you haven't told me the teams uh giants (laughs) at the bucks Last year was bucks yes, at the Giants. Yes, I do.
1: Yes, I do. Because I had money on that game and I lost because it was a backdoor cover. They had the Giants New England. Did or the Giants won? I don't know. No, it was. No, they, uh, they were in it though. They were in it like through the whole. And then like they would have covered. That, isn't that the game Jones tripped at the twenty?
0: No, that was a Thursday night game. Oh. That was the game where I think. The Giants went for two, and it should have should have been a pass interference. Okay, right, right. Now it's in Tampa Bay. So it's not the exact same game as last right. year. I said the Bucks would be favored by nine and a half. I'll say seven and a half. And Vegas, this is this was the outlier of this week. This was the they didn't play that well. We're right. still giving them a big spread. It's right. the Bucks favored by eleven. Wow. I'll I'll take, I'll the, take Giants. the Giants. Yep. Unless the only part that scares me, and I wanted to bring this up because last year this was the Monday night game where after it the Bucks went undefeated and right went this on was, a roll. This was their Super Bowl run. Is there a chance the Giants do it again? Like they give them this motivation and they somehow go on another run? It could be. I just don't know if this Bucks team feels the same as last year. Right. Last year we were we were waiting for them to break out. Yeah. This year where
1: they broke out early and then falling apart
0: yeah it's like they need a they need the second coming now which i I don't know especially in the nfc like out of the division teams i would probably say like confidence index that tampa bay would be fourth like i feel better about dallas feel better about green bay yeah feel better about arizona right arizona tampa bay is probably close just because i again like kyler question if that's gonna loom for the rest of the year i wouldn't feel as great but I don't know. The Bucs, maybe it's just because they're this veteran-laden team and their mentality is just, let's get into the playoffs and worry about it later. But you still have, like, I don't think the NFL, you can just snap out of it. Because if you have to go, if the Rams are coming to Tampa Bay, which, honestly, that could end up being because they added the Monday night game for Wild Card Weekend. Right. That could be a Monday night game. And do you really want to see the Rams, even if it's not a Monday night game, do you really want to see the Rams?
1: Going into Tampa Bay, like if you're the Bucks. Bucks, yeah. It's it's because their secondary is decimated. <laughs> like, even the guys that pick up Sherman, they just put him on long-term IR. Like I think he's just a coach now. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's, it's, it's a rough go. Uh,
0: so, yeah, that's it for the Guess the Lions. I don't know who won. I'm going to say you won because you just you got, got like five. Right you, you got, I think you got seven of them right. Right. Right on the money. Uh, let's go to... Uh, let's go to the MLB because we got some awards announcements. Yep. Uh, <coughs> uh, we got apparently Jonathan India winning the rookie of the year for the reds was the slam dunk pick that everybody else knew. Okay. We didn't watch the reds. So, nope. uh, I think you said Randy Rosarino is going to win rookie of the year. Yeah. Like I said, just Franco, cause I wanted to be different, but
1: doesn't feel like a rookie.
0: No, he's, he's like a, feels like a third year player that just won yeah. rookie of the year uh Gabe Kapler won manager of the year in the NL with San Francisco no brainer, no brainer 107 there. wins how yeah. could you deny that I was surprised though that Kevin Cash won for Tampa Bay but I guess it's because it's a team that doesn't really have a superstar at least especially no superstar arm
1: right and it's the first time I think in history someone has won back-to-back coach of the years or manager of the year
0: uh what else do we got um Corbin Burns Robbie Ray win the Cy Young Yep. I think I said both of those. Like the last... Or yeah, I get, you probably did. Or... Because I know we were talking about Scherzer because it's just right. kind of the name yeah, recognition. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know... I didn't write it down, but Bryce Harper is the NL MVP, which... Oh, okay. Again, it's the winner yeah. of the losers. Oh, yeah. and there we go. AL MVP, Shohei Otani. Yeah.
1: It, unfortunately for Guerrero, it, if it w- if he wasn't pitching, he would have won. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah.
0: Um. Uh, the Yankees, their their free agency news has been amazing. They yeah. were talking to Freddie Freeman.
1: Oh yeah, so they're it's great because they're either gonna get Freddie Freeman, um, bring back Rizzo, bring back Rizzo, or get Olson. Like you're upgrading, whatever one comes in. I just was reading the Yankee uh, report. They were saying it's a win-win or win, no matter which guy you get, and it's true.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad. I don't. I don't think Freeman leaves Atlanta. So
1: they've already declined. He's already declined the first offer. And that's where you got to be careful because now another team could come in and go, oh, you offered that? What about this? So now the Braves could get screwed and have to pay way more money than what they originally thought instead of giving them a fair offer.
0: Especially you could take a team. I like I know the Dodgers wouldn't make that offer, but a team like the Red Sox or the Yankees, you could say What's your best offer? Because you you know as a big market team they can give you a big contract. Exactly. And then you could turn around to Atlanta and say, Hey, listen, they offered me a hundred and eighty million dollars. Why that, don't you give that to me? I'm your franchise player.
1: That's what Verlander did. That's how he got twenty five million from the Astros. How I again there was was, no way the Yankees or anyone was interested in them, but he made it sound like they were.
0: How do you give a guy that has had one start since twenty nineteen I know twenty five million dollars?
1: Just like Noah Singard's getting twenty one million he hasn't pitched either. I like
0: i he he pitched at the end of this year, yeah, but
1: he's been hurt so much
0: it's kind of it's kind of the perfect Again, fit for him to be in the with the angels, oh yeah, for sure' Because now the angels have a number one pitcher, yeah, and it's the injury prone team,
1: right yeah, it's the right team to go to. You can go sit on the d l <laughs> with the rest of your guys, your teammates.
0: Uh, the, other, the other Yankee rumor at first was they were interested in Corey Seager. Now it looks like they're not going after a superstar shortstop.
1: I'm okay with that. I just don't want them to get Korea. I don't like the guy, so I, I don't want him on my team.
0: I think he's going to go to Detroit.
1: Yeah, Detroit. Eh? They went and got Rodriguez from the Red Sox. So it's like all of a sudden they, well, again, it's the American League Central. You just get a couple players, like, they're going to be in the mix now.
0: Like, is next year going to be, like, a White Sox-Tigers-Royals race?
1: Yep. Probably.
0: And then the Twins and and the, sorry, the Guardians. <laughs> they're changing that officially next week. Okay. Uh, the, I, the, If the Tigers make that move, you have a superstar. Yeah. That's your guy. He's, like, the best shortstop in baseball, right. arguably.
1: And then it's your uh, Cabrera rocking chair retirement tour. At
0: least they'll be competitive. Yeah. I... The only reason why I just I don't like it for the Yankees not going after one of these short stocks, I know it's they want to stopgap and they have one of their top prospects come in in a couple of years. Right. Why wouldn't you then give... Because to me, the guy that just made perfect sense for the Yankees is Corey Seeker.
1: Yeah, or it's too bad DD signed a two-year deal with the Phillies because he makes a good fit too. Because again, lefty. You need more lefty bats in there. You need more lefties than righties. And they are really limiting themselves. That, that's why, to
0: me, it's so it, they're getting a left-handed first baseman. One of yeah. those moves they'll make, right? Why, like even if if you want those superstar guys, give Seager a two-year contract, right? Give him a three-year contract. Why wouldn't you got, want a guy like that? We've all seen how he's performed in the playoffs. We yeah. know how he would hit in Yankee Stadium.
1: I think the big thing is. Um not just with the Yankees, but a lot of teams. I'm surprised there's been this many signings at this point is uh, they're waiting for the new CBA in December. Well, how are things going to play out?
0: Yeah, I feel it feels like we could have a lockout.
1: Yeah, well, th- at least the good thing is the, they at least they make the CBA negotiations during the offseason and not during the season. Where, okay, now we're locked out and shut down. I'm
0: um, trying to see if there's any more... Any more signings? Oh, Manfred said that time is becoming an issue with the potential lockout. I just... I want to know how many how many big deals we're going to see before this possible lockout. Right. Because, it, it, I mean, the Syndergaard, like, that was cool. Like, I feel like guys, like, not to just bring up the Jays guys, but, like, Robbie Ray and Marcus Simeon, like... I feel like I would want to wait.
1: Yeah, that's where I don't think you'll see them sign. It's it's the one year deals that I think you'll get done because it doesn't really affect the CBA. Yeah. But yeah, the longer deals, the big ones, you might see all oh, held off until they see. I was always surprised the Jays signed uh, Barrows. Yeah, they give him right? big like, deal too. It was good though. I I think it's reasonable.
0: Yeah, I mean he's like you know, your he's second. He's he should never, be your second best pitcher. And
1: you're going to get him prime years, um, and you're getting him for a pretty decent rate for a starting pitcher. Like he's your number two guy. Yeah, I I, I feel like now the like MLB
0: free agency frenzy will be the day after the CBA sign because I feel like everybody right. will have their deals done. Right, just waiting. And just waiting
1: for the yeah, exactly. So again, baseball stays in the. <laughs> In the limelight for all of winter. What
0: if they have a deal already and they're going to say, well, we want to stay relevant. So right. we're not well, going to do off. it until like January.
1: I just think it affects teams though, right? Because they want to try and get their free agents and stuff signed. But that's Who knows? You never know. That'd be a fun
0: conspiracy if yeah. they just wanted to hold everything off. <laughs> uh, that's. I think that's everything. For Major League Baseball. Yeah, the Yankees. No shortstop. Uh we'll go to the NHL. Where? Uh the Ottawa Senators are the first team this year with 3 games postponed. Yeah, I didn't think it would come to this. <laughs> and the first thing that came to my head because I love Olympic hockey was just hopefully they come back soon cuz I don't want to have to miss I don't want the NHL players to have to miss the Olympics.
1: Right. And see this is where it might happen because you'll get that 2 week break where you can make up games now. If there's if there's another team or two that has to postpone games, you can kiss the olympics goodbye for NHL players. Yeah, especially for a
0: team like Ottawa, it kind of I feel like they're falling into Vancouver canuck territory from last year that they were supposed to be the fun young team and now they've just been decimated with players in covid protocol and now they're not coming back until what at
1: least Monday yeah
0: like a, it it sucks
1: yeah and they're all vaccinated boosters so, yeah What's so what, next uh
0: Connor mcdavid got to got his 600th point the other night he did it in 421 games which if you think that's ridiculous there are five other players that have done it faster did you see this list? yeah i did
1: see that list yeah okay pretty impressive list by the way
0: this there's one name on here actually there's two of them that surprised me Yari Curry, four hundred and nineteen games. Play with Gretzky. Not surprising. Yeah. Mike Bossy, four hundred games. I realized, like, it made me realize how good of a scorer he, scorer he was absolutely. because he didn't even play that long.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, he just sniped. He was the one of the best pure goal scorers that I I ever saw. This was the most surprising name,
0: Peter Stastny, three hundred and ninety four games.
1: Yeah. Like a back guy in that, the back, again. He would he was in his prime in the mid '80s.
0: Did he come over late too? Yeah, like, yeah. Because he you... was
1: because he was from yeah. He had to defect, so he came over defect as a Czech. Uh, I yeah, came over. I don't. Yeah, he's probably twenty six or twenty seven, like right in his prime. So he was always one of the scoring leaders on a good Quebec Nordiques team.
0: Uh, second place, Mario Lemieux, three hundred and twenty three games it's again just the numbers we're getting to 421 419 400 394 323 yeah it kind of laments and i'm glad people get to see the greatness of some of these older guys that they didn't get to watch right but like even that number made me think wow mario lemieux was way more dominant than i remember
1: for sure He, he was like an eric lindros with hands like, and again, Lindros had pretty good hands, but Lemieux was like, he was really, he was a big Gretzky, is really what he was. That's how good he was. Yeah, like how great. More goal, of a goal scorer than Gretzky.
0: Yeah, didn't he score, wasn't there? Like, he scored five goals and it was like all, all different? different.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And finally, if you have any NHL stat that involves points or goals whatsoever, you know when Gretzky's going to lead this category. 600 points. In 274 games. Right.
1: So two points a game. <clears throat> like, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And he just... And, and that would have been him... Again, he wasn't old, right? So he's 18. Yeah. Coming into the league, doing that.
0: And I, I think, like, maybe one of those seasons was a 200-point season. Really? Only
1: one? Because he had three, I think? Let's see. Because that was a... Mr. Big, they had a... They had a um, contest: how many points he would get, and you kept the number. Thinking Wait, it, like in a season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you
0: were gonna say like in a, uh, like in his career. Oh no
1: no no! Yeah, that year. Like, is, what's he gonna get? Two hundred two, Uh
0: I love every. <clears throat> this is a great. If anybody wants to kill some time look up list of career achievements by Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. And you can endless. go to regular season records in which he holds 40 of them. <clears throat> and a lot of them are the fastest to everything. Right. It's most highest.
1: <laughs> uh like 200 points like like it's just I remember when he did the he did it what? Twice or three times? Uh, 200 points. I think it was three. Three. Okay. It, it, I, even then it was unbelievable what he was doing. And it's funny cause I was talking to Joff on the weekend. Um, and he almost feels like McDavid might be in that same breath for hockey pools. If you're having a playoff hockey pool, you may want to say McDavid's not allowed. I feel like playoffs might be a little different, but regular season definitely,
0: it's it should be um what basketball fantasy owners used to do with Shaq is if you pick Shaq you lose right. a pick right or something like that yeah yeah um I had it so yeah three. 83, 84, and eighty five eighty six
1: that's crazy
0: or I think maybe 80, 83 to eighty six so yeah two hundred and five two hundred and eight and two hundred and fifteen wow gratky something something else yep uh the Vancouver Canucks
1: I I call this <laughs> podcast 93 when we had our NHL preview go back and look you were all Canucks are good they're a playoff team I did I did yep. say that they're struggling big but, time and the struggle to me
0: is I don't even know what you fire the coach fire the GM like what? I, I don't yeah, think know I what the answer is. Yeah,
1: I'm not quite sure either. I don't think either one of those answers are right. But you just know because I tell you that it 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 just f- felt so eerily similar to late last year for my Flyers. When you start playing bad, things just go bad, and then they just go, like yesterday's game. You could see some Canucks were mad, right? Like Quinn breaking his stick with a cross check like of all players, Quinn. Yeah. Right. So, you know, things are getting heated in the locker room and on the <laughs> ice. And things are just going from bad to worse. It's just the the Canucks played a great game yesterday. They should have beat Colorado, but they give up three power play goals and they cost them the game. Yeah. I it it
0: also it just feels it feels like their season last year. It's Yeah down the drain. But
1: it's changed, right? They definitely changed the roster. I thought they would improve a little bit. I think I did see that, but I didn't see them being this bad.
0: No. It's kind of like Ottawa. Like, those, those two right. are the same teams. Yeah, like yeah. You would expect the them West. to at least take a
1: step forward, yeah.
0: And uh, they're not. The Philadelphia Flyers, a kind of bad news, good news. Ryan Ellis suffers. Is it a setback or did he come back?
1: He did come back. He played He was played with the annual on the third Pair and then re-injured. I'm assuming it's a knee. Out Just another lower body, four to six weeks. Yeah, that's not good. And they're playing well without him. So, um, Line actually stepped up pretty good, and so has uh, Sealer, who's taken Ellis's spot, uh, playing with um, Yandel on the third pairing, and then they've moved up Braun. Braun, who's again, he's a third set of defense pairing guy and he's playing top minutes like is it and getting the job done is it close to what Provorov and matt niskanen were together with ellis no with like oh no, no we're and... close with braun no but with ellis there yeah but you're getting more offense like he has five points in his first four games ellis as a flyer so you know he's gonna get his points he's playing the 25 minutes a night they just has to stay Provar. on the yeah, yeah yeah and that's always been his downfall through his career unfortunately
0: that that is the bad news the good news Kevin Hayes scores his first goal of the year right does it for Jimmy points up to the sky what a like not a
1: great goal but such a great moment yeah yeah and you could tell his teammates were real happy for him it was almost like uh his brother was there because he tried to pass it in the slot it went came right back to him. And I don't think he was shooting for the net the second time either. No. Like, it was weird. Like, I, I, it didn't go off a skate, but it, it's almost like his brother was there for him or something. And it just went in the net. You know what I mean? Because the goalie was even – he wasn't even close to the post. No, he kind of, he, like – the goalie was, was,
0: like, on the left side of the net, and he kind it, of shot it at the goalie. Yeah. Like, it was a weird. It was
1: weird, for sure. Uh, did you see
0: the video of Kevin Hayes and Keith Yandel before – I think it was the Dallas game?
1: No. Because uh, that would have been his first game back from injury.
0: Um, I'm trying to find. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was real. Um, <laughs> uh, it might take me too long to find it, but um, oh no, it, here it is. Uh, so it's Hayes. Hayes is like, he's leading or not leading, but he's standing there as everybody's walking out, and then Keith Yandel walks up to him. And they're just saying that's my guy, because they're really close friends. Okay, gotcha. And then he's he's well been there for him since.
1: And Claude Giroux has been playing phenomenal. I don't know if you saw that move, he didn't score on it. On um, it was on the uh, highlights, but he did the old taking the defenseman wide and put the puck between his legs forward, and yeah, he j- he looks like the old Giroux, and he's in his contract here, so it's going to be real interesting in the off year here. See what they do.
0: It's, it seems like it's going to come down to him. Are you going to want to take money to be here, or yep. do you want a big contract?
1: Right, yeah. Or will you take a discount because you've been in Philly all your life, so we can bring in a Johnny Goudreau? Oh, well, Johnny Goudreau? Yeah. He's a flyer. He's been a Philly fan since he was a kid, so we'll see. I mean, I don't think Calgary will give up on him yet. No,
0: but... Off-season, maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's what he means. He's a free agent, too, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see cole caulfield brought back to the montreal Canadiens. Does it doesn't matter montreal is montreal and vancouver are in the same boat
0: i, I guess sinking yeah
1: <laughs> i didn't write it down but montreal detroit
0: played a really good saturday night game yeah i did watch that actually larkin scored that ridiculous goal from, from like the, the red line he scored two like that yeah the first one was like that too yeah Poor, poor Montreal, poor Cole Caulfield. Like, I know you want him in the NHL to develop him, but then in Laval, like, it's kind of, he needs an in-between. Like, he's not quite NHL level, but he's also quite too good for the AHL.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Montreal doesn't have, really, their captain, and their two captains, because I would assume Price is also a leader in that dressing room, so it'll be nice once he comes back to give them a little bit of stability. 'Cause they don't even have Jake Allen either. Like he was a good backup, but he's not even in there. So now you got Monte Montebolo. Yeah. And somebody else. They're third and fourth string. Primo? Yes, that's who it is. Yeah. Primo. They're third and fourth stringers. That doesn't help when you're not already not playing well.
0: Especially when I remember when they drafted Zach Fukali and he was gonna right. be the next carry price. And right he's had a journeyman career but he did get his first nhl win with washington
1: yes shut
0: out shut out win uh the anaheim ducks i know last year we didn't like watching them but yeah all of a sudden trevor zegris and troy terry have turned this into a team that they're actually enjoyable to watch yeah ryan Gitzlaff has like 18 points and i think one of them is a goal
1: right yes exactly
0: it's like it it might not be a playoff team but it's at least a team you want to watch and for me cuz I always think about the Olympics. Like I wonder if Segris and Troy Terry are playing their way onto a team USA. Right. Very very well could be. Uh Alexander Ovechkin pras- passes uh Brett Hall. Is his nickname really Golden Brett? Yep. Because his dad was the Golden Jet. That's right. Uh 4 742 goals. Now <clears throat> this conversation with OV passing different players is going to take a bit of a rest. Like, it probably won't be until next year. I think he's, like, 50 goals behind whoever's... Next. I think it's Jager.
1: Yeah, Yager's next.
0: So it's not a conversation we have to worry about until next year unless right. Ovechkin's scoring 60 goals this year, which, yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's fun. Scoring lots of empty-neck goals, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> it's always... I mean, if the rest of his career is going to be empty-neck goals and power play goals... Right. He could play so until he's 40. Yeah, for sure. Uh... John Tortorella, who hosts uh, or is a part of... uh, Wasn't there... I feel like there was a Sportsnet or CBC that was called To The Point at one point. Yes. But this one on ESPN is just called The Point. Okay. And he was talking about Connor McDavid and how uh, he needs to change his playing style to be more of a playoff performer. I don't disagree with that. But he did criticize McDavid because... He brought. He was asked. McDavid was asked about the penalty calls he doesn't get, so he talked about it. And Tortorella Tortorella told him, "Don't talk about it." But what, how, and just we always complain about players not having enough personality. I guess Torts doesn't care about that, but because he basically is. Yeah. But if you're asked the question, do you want him to just say, "I don't care"? It's the playoffs. Like, do you just want him
1: to be robotic about it? If If there's a chance he can get more calls by talking about it. That's usually the coach's job. That's why I think Torch is saying that. Usually the coach will come out and say that without saying it and getting fined. So he gets calls in the next game. That usually happens quite often in the playoffs. I mean, it's more
0: of... Like, doesn't everybody want to see Edmonton be good? Yeah. But then in the playoffs, we just have to say, sorry, the rules are different. Like... In that Winnipeg series, talk talk to the Toronto
1: Maple Leafs. <laughs> Say they are in the exact same boat. Like I, the same team. I know you have to learn playoff hockey, and that it is different. Yep. But for a
0: guy like McDavid, he is like people are riding him. Like he's a back, or like he's like they're his backpack. Like I know it's playoff hockey, and you don't call as much, yep. but. If it's blatant, and we've seen it enough in the playoffs, and it's not just McDavid, it's everywhere. I think of the Montreal Vegas series last year, where yeah. I think with Suzuki gets punched in the face, right, the no ref call. is looking, looking. Yeah. and then no just call. looks away, right. Like
1: it's the playoffs, sure, you don't call yeah. it as much, but you still need to call blatant, blatant penalties. Yeah, just a, the reason why is because McDavid's not getting the same kind of space <laughs> out there, so he can't blow by a guy where a guy's got to haul him down. Hence the blatant call. Yeah, Those are just not happening in the playoffs. But in the regular season, they're happening all the time. Or or they're not happening because they can't even catch him. <laughs> he's got so much space. Is Connor McDavid's career trajectory quite literally
0: Sidney Crosby? Are we sure it's not the exact same thing? Because mm. everyone had those conversations about Crosby. He's soft. He can't do it. He can't yeah, play he, in playoff, playoff hockey. Yeah, you're right.
1: And And he learned, right? He learned to get better on draws and... And I wouldn't call him a – he gets in the corners now, right? He's not a just about skill. I Especially now it's impressive because he
0: had quite a few years where we were going to say, is he just going to be a what-if because of all these concussions? Right, yeah, for sure. And that was after winning a Stanley Cup, and then he went and won two more. Two more, yeah. Like I still think we're a couple years away from McDavid fully figuring this out. Like I always like thinking about certain ages. Like Connor McDavid at 28 years old, is probably going to be one of the most terrifying things ever in hockey. Yeah, because
1: that's when you're in your prime, right? So he's still coming into his prime. Yeah, like he's probably... still figuring things out. He's like 24?
0: like, Or I think he's turning 24. Four in January. Like that's... If these are the problems he's having now... Right. He's going to figure figure it out. out. Yep. The double IHF... Actually, let's talk about the the Crosby. Pittsburgh was getting blown out by Washington. Yep. And Sidney Crosby, I think he thought he was in WWE for a moment. Yeah, no call. This poor defenseman, and I don't remember his name, he's just skating, minding his own business. Behind his own net. (laughs) Crosby just lays him out. And I think this is part of what McDavid kind of needs to see is, not that, because that's a dirty play. Yeah, yeah. But you also do need to stand up for yourself. Right. Because if you don't, people are going to pick on you. That's right. Like, no one picks on Crosby anymore. Nope. Because he... You and could probably think about the four times that he's fought in his career. Yeah. And I feel like also most of the time he's the one that's instigated the fights.
1: Right. Yeah. And they don't have a, an enforcer on their team, right? So everyone's looking after themselves. And there's a team that's really fallen, but we're not surprised. No. The it, Penguins, eh? They're they're under 500.
0: It's a team that if they make the playoffs, you don't want to face them, but they yep. actually have to make the playoffs. Yeah.
1: And we, don't, we didn't think they were, and they're on that trajectory now big time.
0: Uh, the double IHF has been looking into adding a three-on-three tournament to the Olympics. Oh, I like that. That sounds so much like so much fun. Yeah. And then it made me think. Okay, so you're gonna bring like just think like because Canada would have to be like, okay, we're bringing the speed team. Right. Like it's McDavid. Yeah. Barzal. McKinnon. Right. Yeah. McCar. Yeah. And throw whoever you want in net. Right. <clears throat> i just thought that it's it's a cool idea it's yeah, fun yeah for sure i wonder if it would be like because like fiba like for basketball they have three on three at the olympics but it's not never the professional players okay like i wonder if they would bring uh right amateur the, players right, to do and that's that. how
1: they could get the amateurs to still play right either way it's it's a fun that's idea. A good idea for sure yeah i'd be yeah i'd watch that for more
0: sure. more hockey at the olympics yeah I didn't even think about it. I talked to someone from the hockey news, and all these Olympic games, Olympic hockey games, are going to be on at like 3 a.m. Oh yeah, I'm I'm debating which way I go with it: if I stay up for it, or go to sleep and wake up for it, <laughs> or just wait until the morning like a normal person. Right. Maybe if it's like a we gold
1: did. medal game, I would stay up. Yeah, we didn't. The last time we were over there, we didn't have PVRs, so <coughs> yeah. Mom and I were watching fourteen.
0: Would have had a PVR. Probably would have been like, "That's all you can record or watch." Oh, I remember that though. Against Sweden, good old 2014. Uh Dion Phaneuf officially retires from the NHL. Yeah, I thought this was like three years ago. Exactly. Yeah. It It was cool though because now all the Leaf fans have to have the conversation about Phaneuf because when he was in Toronto, they just weren't a good team. You're right. And he kind of him and Kessel got blamed for it. Yeah. And then, to me, well, I mean, if if he was to have, like, an Oscar moment for his career, it would have to be the double Dion.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of.
0: Wham, bam, kabam! I don't like Pierre Maguire, but that was such that a was funny a moment. One. Yeah. Uh, overall, for his career, I know a lot of people then turn—we have to turn everything into the Hall of Fame conversation. Or he just—he had an NHL career. He's a captain of an NHL team.
1: Yeah. Like, to me, he was a good player, but I— wouldn't put him in the hall of fame if, maybe as a world junior player i felt like he, he should have been a hall of famer right
0: but it just his nhl just career just wasn't that yeah it didn't didn't follow the way it, <coughs> it could have i guess i wrote down the oilers versus coyotes and i know reading that you'd probably think oh are they playing that won't be a good game but i heard this question a couple places who do you think finishes the season with more goals the arizona coyotes oh boy or Connor McDavid and Leon Drysidel combined, because oh, currently I'm pretty sure the Coyotes are only up a goal.
1: I'll go with Leon and McDavid.
0: It's such a it's such a terrible conversation, but it's the only way Arizona can get into a podcast because yeah.
1: they're just I, terrible. I told you I won't talk. I just ugh, they drive me nuts as a franchise, and now they're showing it on the right. It's not just the managerial moves that they make, the rosters that they. I was gonna say build, but don't build. And now it's just showing it's like they wanna get the number one pick. They're clearly gonna get right at yeah. this point or be in the draft. Is it a lottery again this yeah. year? So they might even still lose it. and now really the second worst team is not really gonna be close to the worst team. They're gonna be there's gonna be a mix. Yeah, it's kind right. of it's, it's kind of gonna Ottawa's, be. The Ottawa's the Vancouver's it's supposed to be the Detroits. They may still fall off, but they're not at this point. Woo. Tied with the Flyers. Hey. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> um the last
0: thing I wanted to talk about was the Hockey Hall of Fame inductions.
1: Right. Two years worth of in fame Hall of Fame inductions?
0: I I guess so. Because we have right. Jerome McGinla, Marion Hosa. Kim St. Pierre, the first ever female goalie. Yeah. I felt like, I guess like kind of, she was the first goalie I remember. For me, it's Menon Realm. Is she not in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Uh, well, I guess she was the first. Uh, Doug Wilson and Kevin Lowe. Right. But not for their
1: managerial, for, just for their players. players. Yes, because that's what I know them as. Have their hockey cards.
0: And then the only... Uh, builder inducted into the hall of fame was ken holland i find that weird like he's still
1: working yeah i yeah i I don't I, i don't know how it works like how you get nominated um i was reading the hockey news article actually the owner of the hockey news is pushing for walter gretzky to get in as a builder and i thought that was a pretty neat idea
0: that would be awesome yeah that's just i mean it's not too late because no, no. he still deserves it yep, but it yep. felt like one of those he should have been here
1: for it. exactly that just you reminded me of that when you said that like when someone's either still in it or still alive like isn't that when you should be you know they should be able celebrating to, them they should
0: be able to celebrate right uh the 2022 class these are a few of the people that could be is it nominated Yep. inducted uh, uh, inducted uh carolyn willette yeah so we get a nice Canadian another Canadian in there. Roberto Luongo. Mm, wow. Sure. Really? Yeah. Two time Olympian. Not sure. I know. Well what else though? Stanley Cup finalist. finalists. Once. Probably a couple Vesnas.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't think this would be I'm interested. I'm interested yeah. in that. Maybe we should look into that more. Yeah. Um Henrik Zetterberg. Yeah. Nice. Olympic gold medalist for sure. Two time, two time Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, drafted
1: what two hundred and eighty fifth overall. Like yeah, buried. And finally, the Sedin twins. Oh, so I, again, everything they have to do everything together. <laughs> they're probably only going to let three in, but they're going to make an exception and let the four of them in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. And together.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do they? Do you think they have their like bus together? probably yeah the funny thing is when i think about it i remember henrik being the better twin from my memory Yeah. but then i also think about like daniel had to go or i think it was daniel i think daniel had to go to the 2014 olympics without henrik because he was hurt oh really and maybe i'm thinking of it wrong like one of them has won a heart
1: yep I feel like I just yep. think of
0: them as, like, the same I person. Know. Yeah,
1: I think it's Henrik, I think. Won up. the heart.
0: Henrik Sadine Awards.
1: That's where we need a producer here so they could listen, yammer in our ear and t- give us the answer right away.
0: Yeah, or I could just give him a mic and just say, yeah. are we wrong about this? Yeah. Uh, Art Ross and the Heart Trophy, 2010. Not even the year they went to the Stanley Cup Final it was right. the next year. I, I don't know who else is I just saw those few names and thought they were cool. L- the Luongo thing I I didn't know was more of a conversation. To yeah, me it was just yeah. more of like a yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I'll 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 do some digging for okay. our, for our next next episode. We'll figure it out. Figure out if he's a Hall of Famer. Uh to the NBA. Raptors update. Pistons loss on Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Uh
0: they almost came back against the Blazers. Yep. That was actually that was one of the more encouraging losses. Yeah. Because they could have just way, they yeah. could have just given up. But for sure. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And obviously this is gonna be one of the titles of this episode. Fred Van Vliet hits the dagger three against Philadelphia, runs down the court doing the Sam Cassell, the big ball celebration. Right. I didn't know that was banned in the NBA.
1: I didn't know that either.
0: So when I saw he got fined, that was before I knew it was banned. And I was like, why? He's just doing the celebration. I thought it was cooler that I'm pretty sure Sam Cassell is a Seventy Sixers assistant coach. Okay. There's a lot of things I probably should have looked up before this. But um if if I'm right, to do that to do his celebration in front of him is yeah, he's assistant coach with the seventy sixers. To do it in front of him, that's why I thought he got fined. Right. For making fun of but doing his celebration. I don't know. I thought it was weird to get fined fifteen thousand dollars for that. I guess, I guess because it's inappropriate. Right. It's just funny. I I honestly, when I saw Sam Sam Cassell do that when I was younger, I didn't know that's what the celebration was. I thought he was just doing a weird dance. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> uh, O.G. and Anobi has a hip pointer injury.
1: Yeah, that's not good. He's been their best. He's been the number one star on that team.
0: Does this so far? I guess now it opens it up more for.
1: I guess so. Like, hopefully Siakam, who's look rusty to me, can pick up the slack and get his 25 to 30 points that OG's been getting. Uh, I think
0: that was all I had from the Raptors. I guess it's just at this point, it's a team that's going to be in limbo the whole year. For sure. Yeah.
1: It's. I'm not surprised. You told me they'd be 7 and 8 at this point. I'd say, yep, that sounds about right. Uh, the only thing like i said that's encouraging is they could have ha- they could have a way better record than they do because they try they work hard so um yeah the like the portland game i started to fast forward in the fourth going oh here oh here comes the gap 10 15 points and then oh oh well, hold on they co- yeah yeah it's not last year's Raptors. i better keep watching and sure enough yeah they made it real interesting at the end so yeah even when they're out of it they're not out of it
0: yeah, there's been a few like the Brooklyn game I found that I felt that they way. They were
1: ahead, right? And then but yeah, they just
0: couldn't hold on. The Bulls game they came back. Yep. Like there there's enough games they're, there's enough fight in this team. That's right. They're in it. Yeah. Uh the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, they are in all heaps of trouble. No LeBron, he there's a chance he comes back tomorrow, but I don't know what what else fixes this team. Anthony Davis called out the entire team saying if we want to win a championship, we can't play this way. Right. Which I know I said at the beginning of the year, and I'll probably we keep saying it, like you're not going to care about winning until October, it's...
1: November. doesn't matter. Let them, f- they'll figure it out.
0: But I feel like they should have that mentality of it doesn't matter. Like to me, it's more concerning that he called out the team. Right. Like, shouldn't you understand? Like, do- doesn't LeBron talk to you about this? Like, <laughs> yeah, you it, should. It's the motion of the season. It's going to happen if right. you're, on fire all year like it or you're not going to be on fire all year you figure it out in january and february right and they lose to the bucks Giannis scores 47 and the one it was one of those people are going to overreact because it's the lakers and it's this big franchise but to me it was more milwaukee gets chris middleton back who's been out for eight games yeah it, they're bound
1: to win they're, they they yeah. they needed to Break out of their spell, right? And they're on a on a hotter streak. I think that was four in a row for them. And the Greek Freak had a great game, so he your superstars in the lineup, and the other teams isn't. yeah that's what happened.
0: Um, just Davis calls them out. LeBron could be back. I mean, it's just it's just a more fun league
1: when LeBron is playing. Like I, I agree, I agree. I, yeah, I'm sad that again. I don't know why. He kind of rubs me the wrong way, but I still like – I want him there. Yeah. Right? Like, he's one of the best of all time. So, yeah, of course I want to see him play.
0: I hope this isn't, like, the downhill. Exactly, where yeah, they, it's, it's just never I feel never like it's same. more of the injury stuff yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. Yeah, the body breaks down. Uh, earlier we called
0: out the Chicago Bulls. Now we might have to apologize. They might be a legit team.
1: Yeah, like, I thought they were going to lose last night. Actually, I think they did. Yeah, they did. They lost to Portland, but um, Demar Derozan especially. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, they they are actually looking real good. I'm surprised because
0: my my biggest thing with this team was where does Demar Derozan fit in. Yeah, which I think was fair. It's it's a team that's supposed to be dominated by Zach Levine, but even right. he's kind of taken. I don't even want to say step back, but it seems like they've just kind of acclimated their team really well. Yeah. Um, I wanted. To, oh yeah, they did this. Because uh, usually on the score app, they have, like, the two best performers. And right. it was Damian Lillard for the Blazers, you know, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. For the Bulls, it was Alex Caruso, wow.
1: 12 points, 9 assists, 10 rebounds. Spread out. Everyone got 12 <laughs> points. Yeah, that's... Even playing time, coach. The parents are complaining.
0: <laughs> it's such a, a weird... To me, the Bulls now i have to just equate them to the atlanta hawks of last
1: year right they're a team i didn't believe
0: in but they just kind of figured it out this year
1: just like the hawks right they kind of feel like they had the hangover and now they're same thing They think they won four or five in a row and they're right back in the mix uh the
0: golden state warriors just because i love talking about them they're such a fun team not only to watch it's fun that
1: they're great and they don't need kevin durant anymore yeah, exactly, because that was in the Sports Illustrated preview. They were talking about how they were a fun team, but everyone liked them. But when Durant was there, nobody liked them, yeah. even though they were still fun.
0: Clay Thompson has been practicing at 5-on-5. Five five.
1: Right. And he could take contact. Is he playing hockey or football? <laughs> I thought that was funny when they said that. Yeah, he's into practice and, and can take full contact.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that NBA practices would be considered full contact. Yeah,
1: like aren't they practicing threes and practicing their free throws? Is the guy hip checking him <laughs> when he's gonna make a shot. I was gonna say, I wonder how many hard fouls there are in practice. Yeah, someone someone's going up for a layup,
0: and you're yeah. like, all right, take gotta just out. stop the basket. Yeah, stop the points. Uh, the Warriors um, they beat both the Bulls. And then they went into Brooklyn and demolished the Nets. Yeah. And during this little stretch, this Eastern Conference stretch they've had, they lost their first game in regulation, and it was to Charlotte. Right. Which is, it was one of those weird, like, I guess because Steph was at home, it was weird. Like, Curry hit, like, a half court or a deep three to end the first half, and the crowd went insane. Right. Right. And it was against their team. Right. Like, it was such a weird, because he's the hometown guy, you cheer for him. But also, yeah. like, he's he's going to beat you guys if you're cheering for him. Right. The Hornets team is also, they're fascinating. I think they're a play-in team. Like, I don't think they're more than that. Right. But they're just such an interesting team to watch. <clears throat> uh, a couple injury updates. Luka Doncic has an ankle injury, expected to miss some time. Doesn't look like it's serious, but the ankle is kind of always what's bothered him. Right and it 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 just it's again like lebron you just hate to see great players not playing that's right on the more positive side but i guess still still sometimes zion williamson is practicing but it's (laughs) one-on-one so i guess we move him up then to three on three and then right five on five and then full contact five on five
1: who wins more games this year the coyotes (laughs) or the pelicans
0: I don't know. The Pelicans blew like a twenty-point lead the other night. Yeah, I like two and fourteen though. I think I would take the Coyotes.
1: Really, I'd take the Pelicans just because they're at least Dion's coming back, so maybe he can win a few games for them. Who's coming back for the Coyotes? <laughs> they're gonna. Tra- they, it's, I'm sure they're looking at. They've already got their their calendar circled for the trade deadline. Okay, let's unload Kessel, and we can unload Keller. And who do we have in net? No one wants nobody because we've already given up three goalies.
0: Uh, That made me. I didn't write it down, but uh, the Boston Celtics blew another big lead. They were playing Cleveland and blew a nineteen-point lead.
1: I'm surprised Cleveland's
0: nine and seven.
1: That's kind of shocked me.
0: Yeah, they it's a team that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like Mobley is like their point guard center, but he's like every position. Right, he's hurt now. Colin Sexton's hurt, so I think that's gonna be cleveland crashing downhill. down to more than earth right through earth uh the phoenix suns have quietly won 10 straight games and i don't know why i think i like this team more than last year's team because it doesn't feel like they're in the news enough even though they were in the nba finals a few months ago
1: right another hangover another hangover like didn't they start off slow
0: oh they were yeah they were yeah. slow and, and now it's a team that they kind of know what they are. They figured it out. Right. And it's another team that now at this point, I, I think teams are fun when you know what you are in the regular season. Yeah. Phoenix knows what they are. They just need to get there. Not get even the po- playoffs. Like it's now the expectations in Phoenix is second, third round or to disappointment. Right. Is um, that all? I, oh, finally, my last – uh, story I have is the Staples Center.
1: Changing names.
0: Changing their name to Crypto.com Arena.
1: Uh, it's not going to fly.
0: Is I'm going to just throw this comparison out there. Is it better or worse than the Air Canada Center to Scotiabank Arena change? Hmm.
1: I think it's worse. I think it's worse, too. Unless you come up with a nickname for it, like the treasure chest. <laughs> right? Crypto coin or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Computer chess. I don't know. They come up with a good nickname like the igloo. Right? Yeah, like that's a good nickname for a for a rink. I know the sponsors don't like it because now you're not using their name. But I don't think, I think many they people go back to that. Like the Garden, the Boston Garden. It's just a good nickname.
0: They should just call it the Forum. Like that. Like that's, that's what, what it the used old. To be. I know that's yeah. why they should just go back to calling it that. Right.
1: It's or the crypto blah 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 Forum. Crypto Forum. Thank you.
0: As I was just gonna say, it, I does it like even the Rogers Center and Skydome, Like I'm still surprised they haven't changed that back yet.
1: Or just call it the Rogers Sky Dome.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I said. Just, yeah. just, just call it that. Right. That's what everyone's gonna call it anyways. Yeah. The I remember the Scotiabank Arena. I, I the first couple of years I tripped myself up a lot because it was just so easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm going down to the ACC. Right. Then it's like I'm
1: going down to the spa. <laughs> going down to the bank the bank
0: that's actually a good nickname
1: yeah it just doesn't stick though right because oh. people want you to call it by the sponsorship, sponsorship.
0: yeah they, they pay billions of dollars absolutely yeah. i want to know did you see how much that that deal is worth like no, staples center I'm
1: sure it'd be ridiculous
0: all i saw is that it was the biggest deal like biggest sponsorship deal but right. it didn't have a price tag with it
1: well like how does staples afford that
0: that i was wondering right? that too. Like,
1: they're a small like not a small company but i mean like
0: they're not to like even like a Walmart. Like, yeah, it's not like you're wa- buying
1: a car when you go into Staples. You're buying to staples or a printer or paper.
0: Yeah, like yeah, regular appliances. Uh, that's all I've got. Let's get to it and write it down. But you're bad, good, and great. I did want to start off with something I had last week that I forgot to bring up. Uh, apparently, uh, the commissioners of college football have scrapped the eight-team model for the playoff.
1: Because they're gonna have to go more. A new twelve-team college football playoff.
0: I told you. Has been introduced. Uh, It's auto bids for the Power Five champions, and auto bid auto bid for the top. What's the G five?
1: G five. I don't know.
0: Um. So yeah, automatic bids for the Power Five winners, and then whatever the G, the rest. I guess the rest of the other five champions. What is a G five? Why didn't I? And then at large bids for the next six ranked
1: teams. And I'll tell you why they have to do that. Georgia's nine and zero. Alabama's nine and one. Oregon's eight and one. Ohio State's nine and one. Cincinnati's ten and zero. Michigan's nine and one. Michigan State's nine and one. Oklahoma was nine and one. Notre Dame's nine and one. And Oklahoma State is eight and one. Those are your top ten. Like, how do you pick? Right, like. At, at, least a, happening.
0: at least a few of them do have to play. Like Michigan, Ohio State have to play. And they both have one loss. So whoever, win, whoever wins that game has at least a chance at the playoff. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, but then like Georgia, Alabama, like what if Georgia loses? Then they both make it? Like it's, yeah, it's not fair. It's not I fair know. to a team like Cincinnati.
1: I agree. But because you're only losing to the number one team, you can't fall that far. If it's a close game,
0: It's Alabama too? Yep. It it does feel like they're they are just the two most dominant teams that feel like they're going to end up in the final. Yep. So I mean, if wait, they are they did already play, didn't they? Didn't Georgia beat Alabama? Yep.
1: Uh.
0: Oh no! Wait, no, Alabama no. lost nope. to Texas. A&O. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, so they, they would only yet. so they would only play one in
1: the SEC championship game.
0: Oh, are they on, they're on separate sides? Yep. Okay. So they'll play twice this year, like the two best teams. In, I mean, yep. it's better than it's most happened years. Before. It's better than most years when it's usually they just play once. Yep. But if Alabama loses again to Georgia, they can't be a playoff team, right? But again, yeah, you're losing to the number one team.
1: Yeah. Again, who gets screwed? It's Cincinnati, who I've been cheering for all year. but And because, so they can go to 12 teams because it's the right thing to do.
0: Cincinnati is probably going to finish fifth and they'll be undefeated. Yeah. Because power five yeah. teams.
1: Yep. And that's where you have to change it, right? They finish fifth, and then that's where they're going to say, "You're right, Cincinnati. We're sorry. We'll start that next year. Next year, and you're probably going to lose everybody.
0: Terrible. Yeah. I also, I one of the highlights I was watching, they're like, um, I think it was like Baylor, Texas, or something like that, and it's like yeah. enjoy these games while they last. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Because yeah, in leaving. a couple of years, Texas and Oklahoma are gone. Yep. College football a mess. They just they need to figure out. Honestly, and splitting them into different, because you can include like the relegation at that point. Yep. Like if you do like th- three levels or whatever. Yeah. Like a Cincinnati would be the top of level two. Right. The next year they get to move up. Uh, yeah. Which again might not be good because then a bunch of their guys probably leave.
1: Um. Except the only difference is it's almost like free agency now in college, where you can change <laughs> schools and play right away. Yeah. So college basketball, I was reading the preview, and like some teams, like Texas, they just went and got six guys from other schools, and now they're like top five.
0: Hmm. I mean, at least they have a good basketball team. Yeah. Uh, Not much of a football. All right,
1: let's get to your bad, good, and great. Okay, bad. I got to go back to the um, Seattle Green Bay game. Carlos Dunlop cost the Seattle Seahawks the game. I don't know if you saw what he did. It's a scrum. Guy loses a shoe, picks it up, and throws it 15 yards down the field, and gets a 15 yard penalty. It's the game's like three nothing at this point, right? Green Bay first down, they go down and score. Like, what are you doing?
0: It's such it's an bad. unnecessary thing to do. Yeah,
1: like, what are you doing?
0: It's kind of funny, but you, but it, you
1: know you're gonna get it penalized for it, right? Anyway, well, there's one. I got a few bads um and uh that was the first time seattle was shut out in the last 150 starts for wilson that was another part of my i bad. was gonna
0: say it's his only it's the only time he's ever been shut out
1: right um a couple of yellings that i didn't like which we've already talked about or we talked about one cam newton i'm back like uh, where's the flag because you can't take your helmet off that should have been a penalty yeah you can't do that right like that bothers me. Okay, you're in from one. I could run it in from one yard. <laughs> Somebody can. Like, come on. I'm back. Back from where? I mean, it was also funny that he did it on that one and
0: then threw a passing touchdown. Right. It It's a cool story. Yep. I'm, I'm glad he's back.
1: But also, yep. you don't need to. We know you're there. And he's also Keep not quiet. He's not a starting quarterback. Yeah, you played two plays, right? I'm back. You're back to being a backup quarterback. <laughs> is what you're back to
0: short your, short yards quarter short yardage quarterback. That's right. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Um, another one again, kind of going along the what Van Fleet did. I know that was worse, but McCollum also did it. He he was just yelling, like he had a couple three pointers and then was yelling at the Raptors bench. I just I don't think that's necessary to do. Do you think they need rules closer to what the NBA
0: or the NFL has? Yeah, like the well, see, yeah,
1: I, yeah, like that was kind of a taunt to me, but I don't know. It just to me it's just I don't think it's I think just think it's unsportsmanlike. I don't know what you do, just give them a free throw or something like but, a technical. Yeah,
0: I I do agree with that because to me. If you are yelling in general, to me, that's fine. If you're yelling yeah. at the other team, exactly. that exactly. is antagonizing. It, it, right.
1: Like, the Newton thing, it just bothered me because, like, why are well, you being cocky over your, your about- one-yard touchdown run? Yeah. On a Carolina team that's going nowhere. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Those those both kind of bothered me in the yelling. Um, unfortunately, now it looks like Roger Frederick is out until the U.S. Open. I don't know if he's even coming back, really. If you're saying that, you're not back till. You're not gonna get up to be back to Wimbledon till after Wimbledon. Then it's
0: September or late August. Well,
1: or yeah, maybe he's coming back in middle of July. But it's sad. So he's gonna miss three more majors, and it's the end of another year. Really, like, and he's gonna be what forty two.
0: Is he that old? Yeah. Hmm.
1: So like, it's just that's sad. Like again, I'm not a big Roger Federer fan, but. Yeah, that kind of bothered me.
0: You almost, you kind of want that Derek Jeter retirement tour, like do one more major,
1: right? Exactly. Um, another bad I've got is, can they not get a bigger uh, booth at Lambeau Field for these guys? Ooh, like they're they're touching. Like it's it's like it's worse than COVID.
0: Like. Yeah, I guess it's because such, it's such it's an Lambeau, old stadium. It's right, because it's
1: an old stadium, so I guess that's why. <laughs> because if you look at, like, even Monday Night Football, like, Michaels and Collingsworth are not close. They're kind of close, but they're not touching shoulders.
0: They get close for, like, the opening, but you can see right. there's, like, a desk in between them.
1: Right, right. You can see there's room. Right. Um, And then my other bad, which we've talked about this for years. Anybody know that college basketball started? No. No, it has. We're, like, three games in. Like, why do they not promote them? like, have, like – can they not have, like, a November – I'm trying to think because I'm think, trying to think of alliteration. March Madness, so in November we could have November Newcomings. You know what I mean? Like, just have something and then have a little quick tournament to let people know that college basketball is underway. It's like it's it's a secret. Yeah. Right? Like, like they, they don't do a good job. They they try to do some ship stuff, they, play on ships. And, they played at
0: Madison Square Garden. Right. But, but I, th- I think the mini tournament thing would be good because take the top – because you have the AP poll at the beginning of the year. Right. Take play, the top eight teams. Sure. Let them play.
1: Right? Yes. Okay, you're going to lose that undefeated thing. But, yeah, it's just it's, – I keep I, – Oh, look. You know, I look at the ball. Oh. And this is what made me think of it because I'm going to show you a score here. That I thought it was basketball – Uh, from last week and it wasn't here's a football score for you florida and samson and samson was up 35 10 at the half wow 70 to 52 for florida the gators luckily where this would have put them at five and six on the season four and six yeah five and six um so yeah maybe think. oh that made me think college basketball is on but of course yeah it's saying college football um (laughs) So yeah, they just—I just think they really got to promote it. So I had a lot of bats. Um, here is a good, and again, kudos to your Red Wings for signing Alex because take a look at his save percentage as a rookie starting goalie and look at some names there with Espo, um Tuka Ross, Doug Favel who was a, and Ken Dryden.
0: That's not not too bad a company Co- to be in. Yeah. Even so, in a shortened season, it's still an it doesn't impressive matter, number. right?
1: I thought that was pretty good. Uh, oh, I got to go back. I got one more bad for you. <laughs> Stutzel's tape job on his hockey stick. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I, I had to because I said Jack's going to be sick when he sees this
0: picture. I, I've seen it uh, before. It's usually like, in white. That looks oh, even and worse. he
1: changed it because he hasn't scored right. So he's this game actually. He finally scored his first goal of the year. Um, I guess he kept like just change your tape job. Not necessarily the color of your tape, because I don't think that's going to help. But what are you doing? What is that? Are you trying to make it like the German flag? Or <laughs> it's, it's even, like, it's so close. Just, like, do the Ovechkin. Just
0: do half your, half your uh, blade. Right. Like, why yeah. is it yeah, that?
1: Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, why is it side? Like, who? what do you have? Like, your five-year-old brother? Okay, just tape up my stick for me. I don't understand what he's trying to do. Yeah, and... I I wish I could defend it. I can't. That would be a question I would ask. Like, that's a good intermission question, right? Where do you get your tape? On on Hockey Night in Canada, why do you do your tape like that? Like, what, you know, have you always done it like that? Or, like, why? Yeah. Right? There's only two other guys I could think
0: of, and it was Kevin Fiala when he was at the World Juniors. He did one, like, horizontal strip of tape, but that's because he thought you had to have Have a piece of
1: tape. On your stick, yes.
0: And Pasternax. Pasternax is terrible. Right. It's I think it's worse than that.
1: Well really. Because so he, like he does he does almost what? like
0: candy cane like on his
1: blade. A candy cane. Like I, I remember like some of your fellow teammates in like Adam hockey had candy cane. Oh, I did candy cane at one point. Oh did you? So there yeah. you go. Yeah, it's okay if you're like eight years old. But
0: but, but I did it like we did it on like the major like on the shaft. Yep. Yeah. Stick. Yeah. Yeah. But he's doing it on his blade. Right. Gotcha. Which is weird. Gotcha. And Tape jobs. I. I'm surprised we've never talked about that. But yeah, that's. It's really bad. Right.
1: Uh, okay. So yeah, I had quite a few bads there. Right. So uh, at okay. least you're excited about them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. They're fun bads. Uh, they're, yeah. Uh, goods. We're gonna go with uh, Canada. Uh, soccer. Is it the first time that they actually been in first place this late into the. What's it called? The CON... CONCACAF. C- CONCACAF uh, tournament? Probably. Right. Like, because the last time they made the World Cup,
0: it was 1986, I right. think. I'd, I doubt they would have even been in first then.
1: Right. They would, probably would have got in on the skin of their teeth, where this way it looks like they have like a 96% chance at this point of qualifying, I think is what the ranking was.
0: The only... Not even problem for them now is I think they're last few games are on the road which it's not right. like a you have to travel and you're playing back to back it's like a few weeks from now right
1: and it'll be warm at least for them
0: they, they took advantage especially oh, I yeah. think it was the second goal where the guy jumped into the snow bank.
1: That, yeah, I had that as my great. Like, that's awesome. Thank God the snow was a little bit soft because usually like those are like, yeah, it's like a snow bank. It's not a snow drift. Yeah. Right? He could have hurt himself. Like, for, his hip, hip especially. For sure. Luckily, the snow was soft because, yeah, you know, oh, the guy blows his ACL diving into the snow, right? But And the other thing I liked about it, you know, they have a little bit of, um, there's a little bit of like a hockey feel to it. Cause like I don't know if you saw any of the highlights. I watched. I watched the game. You watched the game. Like they were, like Mexico was mad. Like they were fighting, like trying to get the ball back, right? Like the goalie had it in the in the in the net, and the Mexico guy wanted to go out and try and take it from him. So I guess to play right away, right? Because they were wasting time or whatever. And then same thing on the corner kicks. That you know they were kind of going after each other and stuff. So yeah, I just thought that was kind of neat. There was a rumor out
0: there that. um Mexico tried to book uh like nearby facility because it was in Edmonton, and apparently the facility told them no because there was youth soccer games going on, so they wow. didn't get to, they didn't get to practice. Apparently there was also some people that thought Mexico wouldn't even show up to play.
1: <laughs> yeah, just take the forfeit i mean i'm sure they've never seen that weather before right so that would have been weird just in itself
0: yeah i saw it. even some guys were wearing like had a bit of like their knee exposed and i was like right I'm why Canadian. would you i would not do that yeah
1: just wear your like the the tight pants thing right or whatever yeah the Lululemons or whatever you call them
0: yeah the the long sleeves everywhere like just yeah, cover as just, much as you can exactly especially like if they played in Toronto, it would be like, okay, it's actually. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna say that because Toronto is freezing. The BMO Field because it's right on the water right. is freezing when you get a like breeze in there. For sure, for sure. But in, they don't
1: it, usually get snow. No, right?
0: in Edmonton, right. it's just snow it's, and as cold as possible. Right. But I heard
1: like a few days ago, it actually was decent weather. Just they just got the cold weather. But again, it's middle of November and
0: they had fifty thousand fans.
1: Yep. So there you go. Right.
0: Canadian soccer. If, if they make the World Cup, that's just that's so it's, fun for I the might country. Watch.
1: I might even watch you watch the highlights, uh I got two greats for you. one, I don't know if you get to see this Green Bay fan. um, I thought it was an awesome oh awesome I did not see that that's amazing <laughs> the frozen the tundra. frozen tundra, so he's yeah cheering for his team and the field, the I, actual field.
0: he's got a bunch of icicles hanging off his outfit it, yeah I honestly there's was... there's a chance they could be real too, yeah, exactly, yeah. Because I saw the morning of in Wisconsin, there was like their seats were covered in snow, and right. I was thinking, oh, this is gonna be a great snow game. It was the weather was fine once the game was going on; like there wasn't snow. It was it wasn't it was like kind of rainy.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it, it actually snowed in the second half of the game.
0: It's so funny, like looking at the field, it doesn't it look like it's like snowing. It, yeah, but, but then then they, they cut bring, to yeah
1: to a close up and oh, it's snowing pretty hard actually, yeah, like right? everywhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: It also just isn't holding on to the field. Yeah.
1: And my last um great um it's actually a twofold. Um Getzlaff scores his I think it was thousandth point um the other night.
0: And he also passed uh, Timo Solani. Oh, maybe
1: that's what it was. Um so anyway, um and, and it was, he scored, it was his first goal of the year. The ref comes up to him and says, Um, Ryan, we're reviewing the goal. And he should have seen his face. And then the ref, of course, right away says, "I'm, oh, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding."
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm surprised the ref would have that much personality. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. I thought that was pretty neat. At least,
0: at least some of them have good reputations. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of NHL refing is still, still really bad. Yeah, I know. And especially like, like uh, Mark Jonette's retiring at the end of the year. Like he was a guy that was just always in Stanley Cup final games. Right. Like I don't know the next generation of refereeing. Not that we know their names. Like, right. we know, like, um, what's-his-face, the funny one, McCall, Wes McCauley. Right. You don't know many of their
1: names, but yeah. I just hope the new generation of refs Right. are similar to the NFL refs. Like, we know the NFL refs. Yeah. Right? They definitely have more personality.
0: Yeah, give me, give me the Hoccules. Right. Because even they have the sun now, at least. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that about wraps it up for this one. We'll be back, I guess it's Thursday. So we'll be back next week. We might okay. we might be down one one a week for the next few weeks, but okay. once Christmas break hits then I'll be I'll be back for two a week. All right. And besides that, we'll see you next time.